Wasabi guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Jank Think Tank. As you may have noticed, I have a mustache now, but we're not going to dwell on that. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to move on. Anyways, welcome to the Jank Think Tank, where we discuss uh, magic, combos, cards, and today we are going to be discussing the uh, 2022 review. As always, I've got Josh here. I wasn't going to leave you out, bud. But Sorry, I'm distracted by your mustache. Uh, don't worry it's about fantastic. it. Don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. Just don't worry. <laughs> That's it. Josh, we discussed it. Don't worry about it. I'm just, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Look, I had I had a pet caterpillar. You know, I'm not even going to go that joke. I stuttered. I stuttered. I'm not even going to continue <laughs> the joke. Anyways, um, as I mentioned before, uh, the 2022 Magic or 2021 Magic Review uh was released recently. You know, Jimmy Wong was the host. They had special guests on there from Mark Rosewater to uh, um, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Just all sorts of people. Love them all. And they did a great job talking about uh, the upcoming sets and upcoming news that Magic currently has in store. Mm -hmm. So we decided that we were going to go ahead and discuss and just give our opinions on a little bit uh, of the information that they released. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, what what a huge lineup! I oh, mean, God. there was there was so much. I know. So I mean, just stuff. when when you look at everything coming out over the course of the next year, it's like, oh uh, my! My first thought is, damn, my wallet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of my thought too. They're they're steamrolling, dude. They're they're steamrolling all through uh, sets. Uh, stories mm. and there's going to be a lot of money uh, being dropped, especially on one of my favorite sets that's coming up is Kamigawa. Oh yes, yeah. For, the oh, first oh, big okay. set of 2022 uh, Kamigawa Neon Destiny or Dynasty. Um, it's Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk in, meets in ninjas. And spirits and arcanes. Apparently, you haven't played Cyberpunk 2077. No. <laughs> I damn no, dude. I dude. I play a uh, uh, uh kind of like a ninja wizard in <laughs> Cyberpunk. I literally okay. stealth around and I snipe. And then if enemies get too close, I like uh, mess with their biotics and make them blind. And then I run away. <laughs> Fair enough. It's, it's Cyberpunk's as bugged of a game as it was. It's great. It's great, and so that's what I get a heavy feel for in Cyber mm -hmm. in a, a, a Kamigawa. Well, and we get a new planeswalker. We get a new planeswalker. Yes, I mean the art for this this set just looks absolutely amazing. Yeah, I am kind of curious to see, um, you know, what sort of things will come back uh, from the the original Kamigawa sets, are mm -hmm. we going to be getting things like Bushido, mm -hmm. the mechanic Bushido? Are we going to get, I think Soul Shift was a big one. I think, if I remember um, correctly, Soul Shift uh, was mechanic. The I, I, I would like to see a reprint of the Honden Shrines. Mm-hmm. So, more Shrines. Yes. yes. More Shrines. Um, not that my uh, Shrines deck needs any more uh, <laughs> triggers than it already has. Um, but I know this um, is a plan that everybody's been wanting to go back to flip cards. Oh, yes, flip cards, flip cards, and splice. Yes, splice was a cool mechanic, it was interesting. Mm. Um, 
is interesting. Um, let's see. I'm looking at ninjutsu. the ninjutsu. I was about to say ninjutsu is a mechanic that came from Kamigawa, and as we've seen in some of the game nights, especially one uh, the extra turns episodes that came out recently, where the professor uh, was doing some uh, ninjutsu mechanics. I was going to say I, there there was an episode in particular where ninjutsu was a huge theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I believe you you know that one well. I, I'm pretty confident of that one uh the one with uh millie <laughs> yeah. millie playing uh um yuriko yuriko the tiger shadow uh as her commander great yeah. deck great deck unfortunately we didn't get to see it shine very very much because lands are a thing but yeah. she still did a great job still did a great job but we're not here to talk about that we're nope. here to talk about this now one of the things in kamiga that uh was speculated right and this is mm-hmm. kind of just still in the rumor mill uh, between circles is that you know how in Kaldheim we saw the return of a very specific uh, Praetor Vorinclex Vorinclex so with Vorinclex being on Kaldheim I've been wondering if we were going to see any of the other Praetors in any of the upcoming sets and with with Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, we see a lot of futuristic style things. A lot of, uh, um, what is what is the term I'm trying to search for? A lot of upgrades from what it used to be. And so, what I'm wondering, Jin Gitaxis? That's what I'm wondering is if we're going to see Jin Gitaxis on the plane of Kamigawa. That'd be interesting because he's trying to get people to, you know, take the cyberpunk route to get them closer to completion. And time is something that he really likes to utilize. Mm-hmm. So that ooh, yeah, that's that. That's been a speculation of mine ever since uh, we saw Vorinclexes. Maybe we'll see the Predators come up, and then uh, well, Kamigawa and, was. And it's funny was you mentioned released. that because they did release a secret layer with the pre- the original Predators, all in Fraxian. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're going to see a return. Return that, of the Praetors. That would be cool. Kamigawa with, you know... Uh, Infect? Infect would be terrifying. Oh my god, if they bring Infect back with Kamigawa, I, I doubt they're going to do that. Very much uh, doubt yeah. they're going to do that. But that would be something. That would be something. I, I would squeal. <laughs> like and... a little school go, <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I'm super excited for this. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with the lands, mm-hmm. the oh. basic lands. So, a lot, lot of cool stuff. So, one of the things that you know I've talked about before, uh, and I will always talk about, is the art team that Magic has gotten mm. has been doing absolutely phenomenal, yeah. absolutely phenomenal on artworks from lands to creatures. Everything has been going, from my point of view, anyways, has been stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mark Rosewater talked about the lands coming up in his next unset. Oh, well, segue. So, segue. yeah, we're, we're getting a new unset um, silver bordered cards. Um, this set is called Unfinity. Mm-hmm. I and and I did the same thing when Mark Rosewater talked about the 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 lands that they're doing for this space borderless. So, oh my God. So there's, 
as soon as he mentioned like the his idea for this unset, so the whole the whole premise behind it, right, is kind of like a carnival in space. Reminds me of remember the carnival um, on Moron Mountain from Space Jam. <laughs> See, that's that's not what I'm thinking. When I, when he oh. said there's a carnival in space, there's a specific level in the Shadow the Hedgehog video game. Where, uh, where Professor Eggman or Doctor Eggman, sorry, Doctor Eggman, has made a space carnival uh, level that you have to run through and you know defeat everything. No, and it's it's kind of been a common theme in Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog, is doing his whole carnival yeah. thing. And so that's what I immediately thought of. I was like, oh man, we're going to see Doctor Eggman. In that, onset, that'd be so you know, cool. you, and you know what with what some of the stuff we'll talk about later with the secret layer um and the universe beyond that wizards of the coast is doing it's possible mm-hmm. that would be so cool. it is possible but yeah so, so cool. the infinity uh for those who don't know this is a silver bordered set so not legal in any any format it's just a fun set mm-hmm um, and one of the reasons why it is so big because the unsets was the first to introduce full art basic lands, and so when you hear us geeking out over over the lands from this set, that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's going to be one of the things that people are going to buy a lot of this specifically for those lands. Yes. Very much, so. and I'm interested to see how he does everything else besides lands in space. Yeah. Like magic in space is a very interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Not, I, I love. I'm all for it. All for it. Also, if we're going to talk about segways, right? Um, we are currently in space. We're talking about the unset that's in space, and what mm-hmm. do, what else do we know is in space? It's a giant big rock that we stare up to at night. It's the moon, right? Mm-hmm. So. One of the other sets that's coming up is our return to Innistrad set, Crimson Moon. Mm, yep, coming out or next month. Actually. Crimson Crimson Val, sorry. The other oh, one. Crimson Val that comes out in November. Yep. I oh, I am so excited for this one. Um, it was a bad segue, but it was a segue. No, it, it, it's all good. <laughs> so we're we're going back to Innistrad. We've got. We, we actually have two sets with this. We have Midnight Hunt, which is the werewolf aspect, and Crimson Val, which is vampires. Olivia Volderin will be coming back. Uh, this So Olivia was the first foil mythic mm-hmm. that, I, that I had got when I started playing. So the, this particular set has a lot of special aspects uh, for me. Because it's because it's kind of tying, you know, when I started to now. Yeah. Uh, so, um, back when I rudely interrupted you like twenty seconds ago, I had a, I had a thought, and mm. I stopped, and my brain went, "Ha ha!" Just <laughs> that thought's now, that thought's gone now. Um, I'm trying desperately to remember what it is. Oh well. I guess it's not important. Um, I'll go. I'll go up with my next note then. Uh, so, with the return to Innistrad, one of the uh, 
things that you know Anastrad is known for is it's kind of spooky monster things mm -hmm. uh from vampires to zombies to werewolves right mm -hmm. midnight or uh, um brain no do good jeez the crimson devour midnight hunt midnight hunt so in midnight hunt uh from what they were talking about is that when we when we return to Innistrad um and we go into the midnight hunt they said that the day night shift balance has somehow gotten out of whack right Ooh. so we're seeing like werewolves during the day rather than just oh, at night I forgot about that mechanic mhm mm so um I'm very interested to see how they do that. And since, you know, we both play a lot of commander, will we actually get a decent werewolf commander? So Gavin, Gavin Verhey had actually talked about that. So the two out of the two commander decks, um, they said that they're not doing a dedicated werewolf deck. Okay. Be, and it had to do more with the production side of it. That's fair. Um, because of you know the model double face cards things like mm -hmm. that um, but that being said i feel like for the crimson hunt pre-cons there's going to be a lot of room for upgrading to put any of those in right so look if we have if we have just one legendary werewolf that's better than ulrich i'm i'm good with it yeah i tried building ulrich as a commander and it's just it just wasn't working yeah no matter how much i wanted it to work he's like six a, bu mana. a buddy of mine has has a werewolf tribal deck that transforms mm -hmm. i hate that deck i hate it with a passion <laughs> i hate it i, I hate the it. only way i was able to beat him i used my queen marquesa deck that was actually just full of vampires it, it was kind of oh, vampires versus werewolves yeah um but speaking of that one of the other things that they mentioned was there will be a a new thing called double feature mm -hmm. where you are able to essentially at least from my understanding either draft or play these these commander pre-cons in a story mode type setting mm -hmm. uh i had written that down uh i don't remember where in my notes i'd written but i had written it down as well uh that's one of their things that they're going to be introducing into their new uh like Friday night magic, their mm -hmm. their new F and M thing is when commander players want to come in uh, and play, they can offer this where it's a story based telling gameplay rather than just play to win. Yeah, which is a very interesting take on it. Like playing magic to not win the game, but to tell a story. Yeah, I feel like so, D I feel like the lines between D and D and magic are slowly slowly starting to mesh, and it's just. I'm all for it because we've mm -hmm. seen Dungeons and Dragons in Magic now, um, and so I, I I know that Adventures in the Forgotten based, Realm has taken a lot of flack from a lot of Magic players, but to be honest, I love it. I I think it I, provides a lot of a lot of change that Magic needed, mm -hmm. especially in especially in Standard where decks were so predictable of oh they're gonna play this now they're gonna play this now they're gonna play this now they're gonna play this mm -hmm. but you add things like flipping coins and rolling d20s it adds more variety mm -hmm. which 
to be honest, magic needed, especially standard. Modern, I mean, modern's going to be modern. That, that's going to be for your competitive. They play this, then they play this, then they play this. The way I see modern is that if you have the money, you win the game. Yep. 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 I, I think to a degree, though, that commander's starting to trickle that way. Yeah, there's been a lot of like repeats in uh, uh, deck types and deck archetypes, you know, that we've been that we've been kind of seeing. Yeah, like uh, a lot of the staples. Of course, they're going to be expensive because they're staples. Things like uh, Cabal Coffers. Cabal Coffers is an expensive card, and there's a reason mm-hmm. why it's expensive because every single mono black commander deck wants it in there. Well, you, you look at Urborg, mm-hmm. Tomb of Yawgmoth, and Cabal Coffers. Those are two. If you're playing mono black or any sort of black-related deck, those two are going to be in the deck, guaranteed. Uh, Yavamaya, Cradle of Growth. I was going is, to mention the new Yavimaya. I was going to say it's now a, I would say, a commander staple. Mm-hmm. Um, works wonders in my squirrel deck. <laughs> Imagine squirrels and trees. <laughs> I know, but Squirrel if you have forest. something with forest walk, Yavamaya needs to be in the deck. Mm-hmm. You know, Rhystic Study, Smothering Tithe, Soul Ring. I mean, Soul, oh, yeah, Soul Ring. It's Soul like Ring, a... um, Arcane Signet. Mm-hmm. It's getting oh, up there because yeah. turn one Soul Ring into Arcane Signet is a thing. Yeah. You know, Speaking of, of staples and um, commander, mm-hmm. uh, we've got another D&D set. Mm-hmm. The Dungeons and Dragons Battle for Baldur's Gate Commander Legends. I, I'm very, very excited to see that Wizards is doing this um, because at the time the Commander Legends came out, that was right when the pandemic hit. Uh, there was production issues. We weren't able to draft Commander Legends like it was originally intended. Mm-hmm. And so they're now able to do another Commander Legends set, this time Battle for Baldur's Gate. And this one will be definitely pushed for drafting, especially at the local game game stores. Mm-hmm. And that, so, I loved I loved Commander Legends. Absolutely oh, yeah. love drafting that getting the box with my friends and just hanging out, making decks. Yeah. It was fun. Lots of fun. So I'm super stoked for that. Um, But, you know, it's funny. You know how there's those sets that you look at and go, huh. And quarter two, we have one of those coming up. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm intrigued to hear your thought about streets of new capena so from what they described right streets of new capena was going to be kind of like a take on crime families and uh it used to be like this when it was uh, originally made as a plane it was supposed to be um kind of like a safe haven uh for the angels and whatnot from what i could gather from what they said and it's kind of developed into this crime family crime boss kind of world and i immediately thought gotham this is essentially gotham in a magic set 
uh, yeah, I was thinking like Mafia. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very intrigued in it because we're supposed to be getting like three colored uh, uh, guilds mm-hmm. or families. Uh, so you know how in Strixhaven we saw a change to uh, the name. So like Simic would be Quandrix, uh, Boros is Lorehold, mm-hmm. um, Silver Quill is is Orzov, and yeah. saw the name changes. I'm interested to see how they're wanting to do this now with the, uh, you know, like Mardu being a different color, Teamer being a different name, uh, uh, Sultai being a different name. I'm very interested to see how this is going to go. Yeah. Well, and the fact that each crime family will have a specific keyword Mm -hmm. for it. um, it, It's going to be interesting. I I think they're taking a lot of risks, really kind of branching out as far as what they're able to do within magic. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for it. And as you said, um, uh, a little bit ago, magic has been needing the kind of change. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've been seeing like the same things being called the same thing. So Simic, all, all the original Ravnica guild names is what we've associated for those color combinations Mm -hmm. Um, with the introduction of the new names in uh, Strixhaven. I was really excited for that. I was wanting to see uh, what names they had for all the double or all the partner uh, classes. Unfortunately, yeah. they didn't go behind the or past the first five. Uh, the but that, that just opens up the opens up the gate to be able to go back. Exactly. They can so. they can ex- then uh, expound upon how they're wanting to flex these boundaries, mm-hmm. as you said. Yeah, I'm very, very interested to see how they're going to do this. Uh, Al Capone, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big history nut. I love learning, and mm-hmm. uh, mafia and mob stuff has always, always been kind of an interest for me, just to see how they work. So, as long as they, oh, you know, it'd be great. Is if they they did a reprint of Tempt with Discovery or, or something along that lines and had the flavor text? I made them an offer they couldn't refuse. That would be cool. <laughs> the Godfather. The Godfather is my ultimate top favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. more than Batman. Mm. That's saying something. Yeah, that's saying something. So, um, I even did a review with uh, Lance. Uh, on the Cinema Crusaders, we did a rev- an in-depth review of The Godfather Part 1 and 2. So, if you guys want... Didn't, didn't you even out. have an interview with uh, uh, Zack Snyder at one point? Or was that... Um, I feel like you, you told me that you guys did an interview with... Uh, oh, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. That's right. Yeah. I, I knew it was Snyder. I didn't remember if it was Zack or Scott. Yeah. All the fun things we get to do here on Undercover Capes. Yeah. But speaking of I fun things. I was so things, jealous. I was so oh, jealous. I know. <laughs> well, and I missed the first time that we interviewed Scott. So that second time was. Seems like a speech. cool guy. Yeah. He seems like a really cool guy. Um, you know, um, talking about some of the other intellectual properties, uh, the Warhammer 40K. Yes. I, oh, man. This one. Oh. Yeah. 
All right, so all the nerds out there, all like the, the top tier nerds, Warhammer 40k, we saw this and we were like, wow. I was going to say, did, did you geek out when they showed when they showed this artwork? Yes. yes. So oh. dedicated commander decks. Um, I've already decided I'm I'm going to be pre-ordering all these decks because my, my stepson. If I have the money for it. It's, it's gone. <laughs> my, my, my stepson goes, yeah, I really like Warhammer 40K. And I'm like, ah, sucker, I got you back in the commander. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'm super stoked for for this set. Uh, really showing the, the flexibility of universes beyond. Mm-hmm. So. And magic, magic is all about you know traveling the realms. You know, it's planes. They're called planeswalkers for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so, being able to go to the forty k universe, which is already massive, already massive, is two, two words that would be a perfect reprint for this set. Okay, walking ballista. Yes, <laughs> that would be cool. Because that yes. that card, let's be honest, needs a reprint. They they did kind of a reprint uh, recently. I can't call the list true reprints because I mean they did the the Mech Godzilla alternate art where they yeah it. where where it made uh, Walking Ballista look like um... here to you. No, I, I was thinking the dragon sword. <laughs> well, that's that's here to you. That's here to you. Yeah, uh, definitely. Enough took inspiration from the dragon yeah. in design yeah but. um the other so they did mention a couple of secret layers uh street fighter was one which hmm, i'm it'll be interesting to see i'm not excited for either of these the the one that i know that i'm sure a lot of parents may be intrigued in to get their kids maybe off of the Xbox, the PlayStation, and computer, and actually playing a game that involves reading, mm-hmm. um, will be the secret layer for with Fortnite. Yeah. So I mess as soon as I heard that, I I was watching on my phone. I screenshot it and sent it to my uh, Magic group chat that I did, and or that I am part of. Mm-hmm. And uh, to sum it up, to sum it up, uh, my friend CJ said this very well. To quote him on this, he says, I'm not going to rage, but honestly, I don't care if Fortnite and Street Fighter join Match of the Gathering. People love Match of the Gathering. People love Fortnite. People love Street Fighter. So. Yeah. It's it's, it's a huge it's an franchise. Inter- it's an interesting take. And yes, Fortnite is a massive franchise. Um, so being able to partner with them, I'm certain, is... Um, very beneficial mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that it's I'm, a secret I'm, layer so a lot of play groups may or may not see this be circulated in their groups right it's it's no. it's like you said it's a secret layer it's not like a set no or if it was a set i would i would be kind of upset because then uh if i was to you know keep up with standard or any of that i would have to invest into it and i am not a Fortnite fan i'm i'm an old fuddy dud i am a converted uh Fortnite fan actually i was playing last night um, <laughs> i'm I, an apex player man well, I, love, I love apex i know 
I'm also working to try and get all the Superman stuff. Uh, so it's my definitive crusade side kicking in. There um, you go. And it is fun to completely demolish people with Superman. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> I, I do have to say, Fortnite does really well on their, like, you know, keeping people involved with, like, mm -hmm. different skins and all that. They so. just brought Master Chief back as an available skin. So I'm like, damn it, I'm spend more money because I was mad that I missed that one once mm -hmm. I got into the game. But now that it he's back, I'm like, oh, okay, crap. Yep. Um, but uh, speaking of more, more things that's gonna just absolutely kill my wallet. There's there's so much. It's, Double Masters 2022. There's so much. No, I I don't know if I'll buy Double Masters because Double any of the Master sets expensive. they're expensive. And honestly, if I was looking for like one or two cards in a Master set, I would be better off for my wallet just buying those cards mm -hmm. rather than buying anything from double masters but seeing as how i have an addiction to cracking packs i may buy one or two yeah see what i get and move on but yeah now i think the the thing to note is 2022 is also a big year for magic mm -hmm. 30 years the magic big has been around three three zero i had to do yeah. it right on screen good, good old good old three zero and so they're going back to the plan that started it all Dominaria, mm -hmm. uh, Dominaria United. Um, no, I didn't. I, know, I didn't write down many notes um, for this one. Did they mention what they were going to hint at for Dominaria? They so, definitely told Brothers War. Um, they didn't really put a whole lot in there, other than the fact that they're obviously going back. The Dominaria is a, a very beloved set. Mm -hmm. um, I don't i can't really say because that was during the time that i wasn't playing so right i know there's a lot of a lot of cards from dominaria that are our commander staples mm -hmm. so it'll i think to kind of bring it back to its roots this is going to be a classic magic set um and if i had to guess since they're not doing a core set, that this would take the spot of the the core um, core that's set. A, that's a good guess. Um, and guess I think it's going to fill the void that Throne of Eldraine, uh, Theros Beyond Death, and M twenty one will as they, be leaving as they out. rotate as they cycle out of out of standards. So uh, they have they didn't really divulge a whole lot with with Dominaria United. Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay because we're gonna have a full year of of stuff but by the time again, we get by the time we get even close to um its release date we'll know more about it we've mm -hmm. we've got um we've, we've got, got Kamikawa to go through we've got the whole innistrad block to go to which they're doing two they're gone going back to doing the uh two sets for that block mm-hmm which is really cool because that means they can actually expound on lore, which I've found pretty lacking recently. Yeah, yeah, we've been to different planes, but it's it's been kind of rushed. Like, did you know uh, Kaldheim? Did you know Kaldheim had like eight different realms mm -hmm. within it? See, 
I since we rushed through Kaldheim so quickly, I didn't even put that together. That I, I blame had- a lot of. To be honest, I blame a lot of that on on the pandemic. This is also true. We did go um, through a pandemic. You know the. Currently I just realized the other intellectual property that we forgot to mention, and it's Ooh. huge. It is massive. absolutely huge. Absolutely massive. I think I know what you're getting at. Lord of the Rings. Yes. Um, yes, Lord of the Rings will be coming. Now, this one will not, and I realize now I'm jumping ahead, this will not come out till 2023 mm-hmm. um, because they're doing a whole big thing with this. But Lord of the what Rings a is huge a massive fan base, franchise. So. Yeah. Yes. Um, and as you can see, here's the artwork that they that they showed for Gandalf. Mm-hmm. As you know, what I will only I will be okay with it as long as we get a variant with Ian McKellen. That would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Ian McKellen it was perfect, absolutely perfect for that. I mean, I'd be okay with him narrating my life. Mm-hmm. It, it's between yes. him and and Morgan Freeman. I mean, those two have such wonderful voices. How could you not pick them? But then there's James Earl Jones. All right, we're going to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so fans of Lord of the Rings, um, expect to see that in 2023. Definitely, definitely uh, see, definitely hope to see if it's not a official artwork, but a re-release of Soul Ring, but with it the eye as, the one ring, oh, as the One Ring. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Um, you know, or, the, or it being its own artifact that does something else, kind of like how in the Adventures in the Forgotten Talisman. Realms, Adventures in the Forgotten Realms, we saw um, the hand of Vecna and the eye of Vecna as their own artifacts. Oh, yeah. So that uh, you mentioned Soul Ring, Commander Collection Black. What are your thoughts on on that? Speaking of Soul Ring, I love the artwork for the Soul Ring. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Uh, I didn't look too much into it past that. So I don't know much about it. I just happened to see some of the artwork going through. Uh, they're definitely doing some reprints. That I'm excited Toxic for. Deluge. Mm-hmm. Toxic Deluge is getting Living a death. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I was a little disappointed with the Liliana Planeswalker that they chose. I would have preferred it if it were me. I think it would have been great to bring Liliana the Veil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. I, I think that would have been a fun, uh, fun one to add. Honestly, I'm just excited because of the fact that there's a lot of commander staples. Oh, Phyrexian Arena is also mm-hmm. being yes, yes. So that I saw that, and I I just hung my head and went. Yeah, Damn it! Man, I don't um, have to eat for the next month, right? Well, no comment. <laughs> Oh, oh, some something that we missed for uh, 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 the streets of Capena is uh, they talk about Elspeth. This plane being important to Elspeth. Oh yeah! I just happened to look over my notes and saw Elspeth in parentheses behind it. Uh, yeah, for story wise, I'm intrigued to see how that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that yeah. was AD, ADHD brain. It's just ping pong, ping pong, ping. That that's a, that's okay. Everywhere, um, but the one set I'm super excited for. Brothers the War. Brothers yep. War between Mishra and Ursa. Mm-hmm. 
and this is going to be if you if we don't get a uh walking ballista and warhammer this this one i could definitely see a walking ballista in because this whole set is supposed to be an kind of like an artificer set right mm-hmm. we're going to be seeing so many artifacts between these two because these are the master artificers these you, two you know what's coming back what mechanic will come back in this affinity yes i was i was like uh, uh <laughs> artifact artifact keywords oh modular no that's not it mm-hmm. uh, modular i see coming back too uh i definitely expect to see a reprint of mishra's uh factory the land mishra's bobble Oh, do you think we'll get all the bobbles reprinted, like Wayfarer's bobble? Maybe, maybe. Uh, Urza, the commander, is going to become mm. even more of a powerhouse than it already is because we're getting more. Um, was was mirror? Were the mirrors from? I think from so. Because I could see. Um, the Memnarch, mm. Memnarch possibly being, or a variant of Memnarch being possibly in it. Yeah, uh, let me look. Just all all sorts of the artifact creatures. If you if you love playing artifacts, this set is going to be for you mm-hmm. because there's going to be so many. Um, I bet we get uh, a reprint of crop rotation in that mm-hmm. set because that was from urza's legacy i'm just i'm looking through the, the towers or the uh tron lands oh yes reprint of the tron lands uh yeah. i bet frantic search will be reprinted in that mm-hmm. okay i know one artifact that if it's not reprinted i will be shocked grim monolith Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Um, just looking through. I bet we see a lot more Phyrexian stuff because there was, so like in, in Argus's Legacy, you had Phyrexian Plague Lord, Phyrexian Reclamation. Um, I see some more Phyrexian stuff coming back. I could, I could definitely see some of the phyrexian uh coming back uh maybe not the praetors if they're wanting to do uh kind of what i'm assuming they're doing with the praetors like using or forming a planar bridge to try to expand out uh and go to different worlds i don't think this flashback so to speak is going to be where they're going to be at Um, yeah um you know the other Attracts a reprint. Ooh, oh, yes. We want it. Will we get it? Probably not. You know, okay, so in talking about sets, there there was a card in Urza's saga mm-hmm. that is ridiculously expensive. You know which card I'm referring to. Probably not, honestly. You'll say, and I'll be like, oh! I bet, or at least I would love to see in the Brothers War, a reprint of Gaia's Cradle. Was that from Dominaria? 
No. So that was that was actually from Urza's saga. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Urza's Urza. I'm, yep. So Urza's saga know. had um Gaia's Cradle. It also had Back to Basics. Um of mm-hmm. fantastic enchantment. Yeah. So two and a blue uh, non-basic lands don't untap during their controller's untap step. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where Baron, Master Wizard, made his first appearance. So we can see Baron come back. Um, let's see. There's a lot we could speculate through this. Also, mm-hmm. just look at this artwork for the Brothers War. I know. It looks awesome. It's just awesome. We, do you think we could get some more swords? We could. We could probably fill out the rest of the color pie with swords. Yes. Because we saw the Selesnia one. Uh, the the sword of hearth and home, mm-hmm. or home and hearth. Yeah. Um. I mean, there, yeah. So much that that this this set can bring, um. And that that's just on the reprint side. We're not even talking about new stuff that mm-hmm. they can come up with. Um. But I do think it would be cool to get guys' cradle reprinted. That would be cool. And, and I don't think it would diminish the value of the, the original. Mm-mm. I think the, the value of the original would go shoot up even more. Well, and it, it would be that chase card that everyone would be going for. True. If they if they do a reprint for Gaia's Cradle, I imagine that it wouldn't be like most reprints where it would actually uh, bring down the price of the original because everyone's going after the new one. I think both of them would just skyrocket. Yep. Um, because there's and, never been a reprint for Guy's Cradle. It's already such an expensive card. Yeah. So no matter what they do with it, it it's going to be expensive. And you know that they would put they would do a borderless version, mm-hmm. and that would only be found in VIP or the not VIP the collectors yep. pack. And the pull rate on that would be so crazy. They've printed one. They they just print one. They're like <laughs> yeah, you you can possibly find it. There's only one. Just Man, it, literally the golden ticket to the chocolate factory. I, I was gonna say, yeah, they do five, and if you pull a, a Gaia's cradle, borderless foil, um, you get to tour Watsi R and D. And meet all four people. <laughs> and get to hang out and play magic with Mark Rosewater. That would be cool. Mark seems a cool guy. So. He, yeah. But There's- I mean there's so many it's more things. There's so many more things that they announced. Um, Jumpstart. Jumpstart coming in. We we talked about Commander Legends for Baldur's Gate. Uh, alternate Planeswalk arts are coming out. Pioneers getting Challenger decks, which I'm excited for because Pioneer was a, was a uh, uh, format that I wanted to actually start getting into. Mm-hmm. My friend group was like, meh. So we didn't pursue it. But if they're getting Challenger decks, I'm hoping to see more play in yeah. Pioneer. Um, let's see, as we know, the pandemic, we're coming out of the pandemic. So Friday night magic is coming back. Um, and see the stuff they're doing with, uh, the premium stores, the WPN stores, um, to have organized tournaments mm-hmm. with promo cards that you can win. Let's Very see, cool. um, jumpstart is not only coming to arena, but it's coming to tabletop, uh, they're introducing anime style cards. Oh yes, mm. the different uh, secret layers that they were coming out. There's the the original Kamigawa stuff and mm. kind of that that watercolor painting style. Yeah, 
I wrote down of, something. I wrote down something about hydras and Eldrazi's. I didn't put any other context besides that. <laughs> so <laughs> hydras and Eldrazi's. There we go. Um, let's see. Oh, let's see. oh. Let let me bring up. Mathis for blockers is something that was uh, talked about as a uh, secret layer. Yeah. So it's the. Uh, which one is it? We're just going to jump right into the um, they have so many. Oh, here it is. Yep, math is for blockers. Mm -hmm. Yep, where it's like very geometrical style artworks. Uh, so Brazen Bower Borrower. Brazen Bower. Um, that one's getting a reprint, which that's already an expensive card as it mm -hmm. is. Um, Vindictive Lich, as you can Neandering see, every tower shell, all of the art style is very uh symmetric, symmetric, and there's a lot of uh shapes to it. That or in Frostfang, we can tell it's super, super curvy. Uh, they went into detail about talking about how the artwork was designed. Mm -hmm. uh, more, it's more than I know about designing, so yeah. Um, I the artist series with Thomas Bax's art. Mm -hmm. I was excited for this because um, Omnixilis reignited as uh, sanity, uh, sliver high hive lord. Yes, and then my I'm personal to, I've been trying to finish up my sliver deck for years, and so hive lord is one that I need. Spellskite, mm -hmm. look at that Phyrexian mana symbol. I'll just look at the artwork in general. Oh, yeah. We'll just great. But the Phyrexian mana symbol. Also, Spell Sky is just a it's a mean card. It's a mean <laughs> busted card. Because all you do is pay to life and like, oh hey, yeah, I'm going to uh grape shot you for lethal. Nah. Yeah. Nah. To life, nah. nah. Play uh mask with Nexus and make spell sky to sliver and then sliver mm -hmm. rival lord makes it indestructible. Nah. Jeez. Yeah. Um there's a, there's a lot of secret layers that I'm excited for. Other than what, what were your thoughts on the Teferi's time trouble? I didn't really care about it. Okay. It's it's cool. It's too cool doing the old style artwork. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But so, the last a lot, thing, a lot of cool stuff. The last thing I wrote down for my notes um, is that uh, uh, Superman is going to be the voice for Gideon in their Brandon Ralph is go in the uh, um, new Match the Gathering series that they're doing. Yes, so, I I'm really excited for that. I had no idea that he. That he loved magic so much. I didn't either. And so seeing him uh, talking about how he was going to be the voice for Gideon kind of was kind of cool. Because uh, he was the first Superman that I watched. So he was the first Superman movie that I saw. Mm -hmm. uh, Superman Returns. And he, I, I thought he like, did a wonderful job. I feel like Superman Returns got a bad, bad rap. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun. Mm -hmm. I thought he did a good job. So he and, he he does a certain niche of character that's very mm -hmm. fitting. And so 
I love seeing him being cast as Gideon. I'm interested to see who else they cast. Yeah. So maybe I, they'll call out to me. If we're like, hey, we need a Jace. Hey, there, there you <laughs> go. Um, no, and, and Brandon okay. Routh is just a stand-up guy. Uh, I had mm-hmm, the, the great, great pleasure to meet him. And, yeah, just true class act of a guy. So, yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. But anyways, I believe that's going to be about the wrap-up for this because there was a lot of information, and we've yeah. already gone – well over what I imagined we would go for talking about all of this. I thought this was going to be like a 30, 35 minute episode. We're now sitting at almost 50 minutes. <laughs> we, we get to talking and we just go. Um, we have fun. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. If you, if you can go check out the original stream, Jimmy, like I said, I love Jimmy. If we're talking about class act kind of guys, Jimmy's just wonderful, wonderful person. And so seeing him host this, this whole event, this whole review. Yeah. It really, because I didn't know he was doing it. And so when I brought up the stream and I saw Jimmy, it's like, oh, it's Jimmy. It's yeah. super excited. Honestly, I, I got excited when I saw when I saw Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's I'm also a, really cool. I didn't get him a chance to meet Joe, but Joe. Well, and I'm a I'm a patron of I Hate Your Deck. <laughs> and so I'm able to talk to Joe or yeah, talk to Joe. And Lynch on the on the Discord, and yeah, both of them are super super cool, mm-hmm. super laid back. Um, haven't been able to get a, a game of Magic in with them yet on on Spell Table, but the day will come. Um, day I will just come. finished the Zada deck, so you know I had to. I had to build a deck. Episode, so yeah, I had to build a deck that could keep up with with Joe. So <laughs> we may see in an upcoming episode. Who knows? But. That's going to be it. Thank you so much for everybody who's dropped by. Uh, we really do appreciate you. Uh, if you like this video, make sure you leave a like. If you hate it, make sure you comment down below. Tell us, you're like, oh, we hate your mustache or something. I don't know. <laughs> but again, but really, thank you for everybody who stopped by and watched. Uh, we hope you guys are as excited, if not more excited than us for this upcoming year. So much planned, so much planned. Uh, but until next time, this will be Nightlight tapping out.